Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast mini episode. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, here solo today, doing a mini show to kick off your weekend. And this week, we're going to be doing a little look back at some sad news because we lost the genius Lanny Poffel the other day. Um, he passed away, and I saw Jim Duggan share the news, and I'm just going to talk a little bit about him and why I think he's even especially after looking at this episode I looked at of Saturday Night's main event, why he was just kind of an underrated character and an underrated performer. And when I think we look back at him, we'll all realize, wow, the genius was always kind of there, you know, in our, our golden era of watching wrestling. So we're going to be looking back at, I think it's technically episode 24 of Saturday Night's main event, uh, took place at the end of October but didn't air until November 25th, 1989 on NBC. And if you're checking us out for the first time, maybe uh, came across your feed because of the genius or Lenny Poffo, appreciate that. Normally we have our long form shows where Eric and I, my co-host, will look back at some old wrestling shows or some old subjects for some nostalgia for some positive, fun, retro wrestling talk. You could follow us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast, hit subscribe, and then of course we're on Twitter at PPW Podcast. You can find our Facebook page and group, which is a fun group to be a part of. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you're not a member, go ahead and join. Even if you're not a Facebook user, like I'm not really a Facebook user at all, but I go on for the group and I go on the our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast group, their Acid Wash Memories group. It just, it's it can be a good place to be if you avoid all the noise, if you avoid these, you know, negativities and these weird political discussions, whatever else you're going to do. Let's let's have fun retro wrestling talking. That's what you can do. So create a Facebook page if you haven't had one, just have a generic picture or maybe a picture of the genius and join the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast Facebook group. Okay, so Lanny Poffo, uh, the genius, leaping Lanny, he, he passed away and he was born December 20th, 1954, so he was only 68 years old. Of course, he would tell you he's most famous for being the brother of the macho man Randy Savage, and he said that out throughout his career. He never was shy about it. Like, look, I only had a job because my brother was the macho man. I, you know, success, I, I had on the coat hung on the coattails of success. But what's funny is when I was a kid, I don't know about you guys, I had no idea him and the macho man were brothers. He didn't seem like a like a loser character. He wasn't like a I don't know, like a Dwayne Gill or a Barry Horowitz jobber. He was a legit character on the show and he was a manager. He was with Mr. Perfect, the Beverly brothers. He wrestled. He he was in shape. He was a big guy and he he did his job because he was super annoying. I remember I hated him. I and the leaping Lanny stuff, I don't have really much of any memories of. It was a little too young, but I'm sure I watched him on Coliseum videotapes or, or things like that, but the genius was the character that I remember the most, and his cap and gown and his poems. And I remember like my sister too, like, oh, he's so annoying. And I don't know, he was he was just a guy that really was of the time. He he was around for you know the late eighties into the nineties, and he was he was of the time. He <laughs> I guess he even apparently. Was, was signed to WCW and had, I think, one match, but they were still paying him. And I think on the Macho Man's Macho Man DVD set that where he had the biography on him, Lanny told the story of, you know, he was like, Randy was such a good guy. So he, 
after he got signed from the WCW, the first thing he asked was, you got anything from my little brother? So he, or from my brother, he, uh, he was looking out for him. He's a family man. And I think it's a bit of a disservice to Lanny, to him and his legacy to, to just think of him as Macho Man's brother. Cause again, when I was a kid, I didn't really think of him as the Macho Man's brother. He was the genius. He was an annoying character and I hated him, which was his job. And rewatching this episode of Saturday Night's Main Event. And by the way, our Peacock, if you, if you have it, they, uh, they have a like a tribute to Lenny Poffo section ups. They have a bunch of stuff where he was a part of, and this is right on there. This is the season or ep- I don't even know what season it is, but it's, it's the episode of Saturday Night's Main Event that took place November 25th, 1989. And again, it's, it's number, I guess, technically 24. But this is where he faced Hulk Hogan for the WWF Championship. And Lanny talks about for four months, they were doing the house show circuit. They were the main event. He was drinking from the Charles of Success with Hulk Hogan. And he deserved it. You know, Lanny Poffo, Leaping Lanny, the genius, is, is main eventing all across the country with Hulk Hogan. It's crazy to think about but he was, and this was, I think he's even says his most famous moment, arguably, of his wrestling career, NBC, massive audience, I think it was at an 8.7 rating, so a lot of people saw this, and not only that, he won, the genius beat Hulk Hogan, No, you could never take that away from him, not many people have wins over Hulk Hogan, especially at this time, but you know who does? The genius, Lanny Poffo, Macho Man's brother. He's He got the win here. And I rewatched the Saturday Night's Main Event. And those are just great general to rewatch, these Saturday Night's Main Events. And they uh, they crack me up because they're you get all the classic nostalgia 80s stuff kind of shoved into one quick hour. And you've got the green screen background with the logos. You've got Jesse Ventura and Vince McMahon screaming on there. You've got the crowd all into it. And you've also got the big superstars, like the big main event guys. Hogan's on Saturday Night's Main Event. Hogan wasn't wrestling on WWF Superstars or Challenge, but he's wrestling on Saturday Night's Main Event, and that's why it was must-see television uh, for us kids growing up. He didn't get to see the main event guys. Also, I didn't really realize this till later on, but growing up, you'd watch the four pay-per-views, and you'd rent the tapes of the four pay-per-views, and that's kind of how you assume a lot of these storylines culminated or or something, but... Really, Saturday Night's main event was a big spot for for storyline culminations and builds. Hogan versus Perfect never happened on a pay-per-view. And then we've got Dusty Rhodes versus the Big Boss Man's feud is on this show too. And and by the way, I'm not going to talk about this whole show. I'm really going to focus on the, the genius versus Hulk Hogan. So let's, let's get into it. We've got genius giving poems when, when the show first kicks off. And then Hogan tries to give a poem, but it's pretty bad. Uh... Pre-match, we've got another, another, I guess, inter- backstage interview, Mean Gene with uh, Hulk Hogan, and then Jesse Ventura's with the genius, where the genius talks about, again, reading poems, how he's he's so much smarter. He's like, Hogan may have the bigger biceps, but I have the bigger IQ. And by the way, this is the first time I noticed it, when this match happens, on the genius's boots, you know how Ric Flair has the RF. What does the genius have? H-I-Q. <laughs> so... High IQ for the genius. Just just great stuff like that. Uh, the match starts off with the genius doing super flamboyant stuff. 
kind of doing cartwheels and jumping jacks and sliding and slithering out of the ring. And I'm watching this like, oh my God, he's so smooth. It's so like entertaining. He's awesome. Go back and watch watch this match. It's so much fun. And I was having so much fun watching him kind of tick off Hulk Hogan. He goes into the corner, slaps Hogan, but then slides away and does like a jumping jack in between Hogan and the referee so Hogan can get to him. So it's so annoying and the crowd wants him to beat him up so bad. And eventually, Hogan does catch the ginch and beats him up. And I was, and as a kid, I'm pumped. But as an adult, I'm kind of bummed. I'm like, I want to watch more Lanny prance around. It, it's he's doing it for to make people mad and for heat or whatever. And it's working so good. Uh, eventually, Mister Perfect comes down because, of course, the main feud is Hogan versus Perfect, and the genius is just there as Perfect's kind of sidekick or manager. And Hogan, of course, is all worried what what Mr. Perfect's doing with his belt because he's got the championship belt, which becomes a storyline later in the show too. Um, he's over by the the mortar the mortarboard, I guess that's called, like his scroll, his metal scroll. No, the mortarboard's the hat. The metal scroll that the genius used to write his poems on. Also in, bet- in the middle of the match, the genius goes outside to the ring after he's getting beat up a bit by Hogan and he starts doing a math equation of how he could beat Hogan and he starts doing the weight and all this other stuff. It's, it's pretty funny. He t- takes a Sharpie and draws his little thing. But anyway, Hogan goes out after Perfect. Perfect nails him with the belt, and then he gets counted out. So the genius beat Hogan, and everyone's like, oh, my God. And Jesse Ventura's like, what an upset, McMahon. And he's so happy. The genius puts back on his cap and gown, back to the, back to the backstage. They run away. And then later on in the show, this is the famous episode of Saturday Night's Main Event where Mr. Perfect takes a hammer to the winged eagle title and smashes it up. Like just smashes it and says, this, these are the pieces of you, Hogan, and all this other stuff. So it's crazy. Smashed up the WWF Winged Eagle Championship belt, which is just sacrilegious as far as most of us are concerned. The I don't know if this has ever been true or proven, but the rumor was that the hardcore championship that was given to Mankind McFoley later on by McMahon was this belt all kind of taped together. I don't know if that's the case. I kind of want it to be. And if it's not, I'm going to pretend it was, but... Just again, watching this Lanny Poffo stuff and and the genius stuff, he was always around. You know, when we're watching these, he, he was on Coliseum Video. He was the guy, the genius. He was on Superstars. He was on Challenge all the time. You know, he was with the Beverly Brothers, or he called them the Brothers Beverly. Like, just stuff like that I loved. And I'm holding in my hand um, a book he wrote, uh, Leap and Lanny, Wrestling with Rhyme by Lanny Poffo, uh, that Lanny Poffo gave to me. It says, to Steve, exclamation point, Lenny Poffo. And it's just all of his poems he wrote. And I'm going to I'm gonna read one of This is just a book of poems. I'm going to read a couple, read a couple of them for you. So we've got, <laughs> so these are, so I'm going to pull up a random page. These are literally just pictures of, re, like, drawings of wrestlers. And he's got poems about said wrestlers so let's pull one let's let's look let's look up and see if he's got a, a hulk hogan poem here by mr lanny poffo let's see here diversity let's see he doesn't really have much of a like much of a here we go hulkamania there's not really much i guess not really much of a order to this it's just kind of all over the place so hulkamania this is a lanny poffo original poem i probably should have gotten this earlier where did I lost it? Lost the Hulkamania. There we go. Hulkamania by Lenny Poffo. I'll, I'll try to do it in my Lenny Poffo voice. 
When Hulkster hits the ring, that's when it hits the fan. A nuclear explosion from a modern Superman. They're never in an empty seat. They line up in the rain. Not even Haley's Comet can make the fans refrain. In the magic of the moment, when the action gets intense, kids from 6 to 86 are raptured with suspense. There has never been a hero of such magnitude before. He's been the champ for three years now, and here's to many more. So that's, you know, the landing cheering Hulk Hogan. And, like, he's got stuff about Brutus Beefcake in here, Ivan Putski, Jake the Snake. I, mean, I kind of want to just read these poems to you. I'm just going to do a podcast of me reading these poems as a tribute to him. Let's do a Bobby Heenan. Here we go. Because Bobby Heenan's one of my favorites. Here's my opinion of Bobby the Brain, a title that no one disputes. Though some may call him eccentric or vain, his blonde hair, not quite like its roots. <laughs> but he's never been stuck for an answer. He's held, he's held Mean Gene to a draw. His big mouth has the skill of a dancer, at which at times leave, leaves Lord Alfred in awe. He just hates when fans call him Weasel. Now that doesn't make any sense. Poor little weasels all over the world are the ones that should take offense. <laughs> it's just, just look at this stuff here. Piper's last hurrah. Howard Finkel, Mel Phelps. Like, this is just nuts. Children's hospitals, like, he's got stuff for children's hospitals. It's literally just po Freddie Prince, Tony, my father, more good neighbors. And go ahead and, and pick out this book up. Anyway, when I got this, and I've said this before, this story before, Nate Ringskirts and I were at WrestleCon in New York. And if you've ever been to a WrestleCon, you know everyone's got their table set up with their prices, their photos, whatever junk they're trying to sell you. And that's fine. We're here. They're there to make money. We're here to pay them and all that. Lenny's just kind of hanging out. And he wasn't wearing shoes or socks in his convention room. So Nate goes up to him and he's like, what's, what's going on? How much for like a picture or a signature? And he's like, I'm only taking donations for Special Olympics. It was Randy's favorite charity. I was like, oh, nice. So I think Nate and I each gave him 20 bucks. We got a picture with him. He had to sign his Hall of Fame ring. And then he gave me a couple of things. He gave me a uh, this book of poems. He gave me a signed 8x10 with with his... Uh, I've got more stuff here. I'm going to post this stuff today. With Pulling up here. A signed 8x10. Just says, to Steve, Lenny, Poffo. And it's... I'm pulling it up right here. Hold on. Yeah, there it is. He also gave me a comic book, the genius Lanny Poffo, like a, a, a legit comic book with him on the cover, to Steve, Lanny Poffo. And he also, we took a picture with him with his Hall of, Macho Man's Hall of Fame ring. He let us wear it. And it's, I'm just looking at all this stuff now and it, it's sad because we lost another, we lost another kind of someone from our childhood growing up and he might not have been everyone's favorite wrestler in the world but he was still a part of it he was a major part of it and i'm glad i got to meet him and i'm glad i got to get his signature and I, he, he personally gave me these two things made them out to me i'm i'm happy i got to do it and that's the thing too if you're ever at a convention you see someone you're like eh, 30 bucks 20 bucks go ahead and do it and, you know hopefully you get a good experience sometimes you might not but with lanny it definitely was a good experience and and also go back and watch his matches go back on peacock today and watch that saturday night's main event for his big triumphant thing and there's also i think a saturday night's main event battle royal where he gets he bleeds as leap at lanny for under the giant to put over how 
intense Andre the Giant was. And he talked about it in a shoot interview once, how he didn't want to do it, but he did it anyway for the good of the business and all that stuff. And he's also got a million shoot interviews out there on YouTube so you can go and listen to him and he tells stories. Um, and of course, he gives a great Hall of Fame speech for induct for when it, uh, when Macho Man goes into the Hall of Fame, kind of accepts it on his behalf. We'll miss you, Lanny Poffo. We'll miss you, Leap and Lanny. So we'll miss you, the genius. And thankfully, because of the Peacock and WWE Network and DVDs and VHSs and all this stuff, uh, wrestlers can live forever. And that's the silver lining with all this with with all this stuff is no matter what, wrestling is going to be forever. And as little as he made a thought he was, he was a big part to a lot of people. So we're going we're gonna to miss Lanny Poffo, the genius. Uh, we'll wrap up this week's mini show with that. And next week, Eric and I will be back with a full-length show. We did a watch-along last week with a Halftime Heat, where The Rock versus Mangan for the title. That was a lot of fun. Go back and watch that. I hope you listen to our show, but if you don't, definitely go back and, and watch that Halftime Heat. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Go watch that. Um, you can also, as always, follow us on all the social accounts. Leave a review on iTunes if you like us. And uh, share with a friend. And we're going to keep this fun, positive wrestling train going. Just want to do the mini show out for everyone this weekend. And hopefully everyone has a good weekend. Hopefully everyone's staying warm. Some parts of the country are covered in ice and snow. It's like 2 degrees here in Chicago. But we've got a warm-up coming. And hopefully, as we kick into WrestleMania season... Uh, there's more warm weather and more good stuff coming for everyone. WrestleCon is, if you're going to WrestleMania this year, there's lots of uh, more and more talent being added every day, which is always a blast to go to those events and meet the wrestlers, mingle with all the other wrestling fans, see what people are getting signed and, and all that. So thanks, everyone, for listening. I really appreciate everyone out there, and we will see you next week. Bye.